Blog Talk Radio.
Hello and welcome to the Sue Show. Sue is from Shropshire in the UK and lives with her four children. She is known for her two sides of every story shows and her quote sitting on the garden fence. As Sue come out for England, never mind America, gives a voice to the voiceless, gives spiritual guidance and unites advocates from all over the world for all causes. So with no further ado, we welcome the one, the only, Aston. Hi and welcome to the Ask Sue Show. Hope everybody's all okay and of course it's Tuesday. And with Tuesday also brings Howard. Hi Howard, how are you doing? Well, I think that introduction was quite amazing. I think you have some competition there. I think there's some competition there. <laughs> uh, I, I tell you what, I can it. I just say, uh, just to everybody who doesn't know that voice, that is my eldest daughter, Kimberly, who is sitting next to me at the moment going, oh, my goodness, she's saying my name. Oh, my goodness, it sounded terrible. And she doesn't. It sounds absolutely brilliant. So well done, Kimberly. <laughs> that sounded amazing. That sounded amazing. Another UK um, voice, that's all I can say. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So how are you doing, Miss Sue? It's been a whole week. I know. It seems to have gone quite fast as well, to be fair. Yes, so before we start off, I would like to tell everyone that our amazing advocate and dear friend Judy came out of surgery today. Uh, she had a very bad accident at the dog park yesterday. The dogs were playing, roughing it up a little, and it was not a dog fight. If anyone, they were playing, and the leash got caught around Judy's legs, I guess, and she took a very bad fall. She's got some serious damage to her knee and her elbow, so uh, she's going to. She came out of surgery okay, but I think it's going to be a little long haul for her. So Judy, we're thinking about you. We have an event going for you, and we love you. That's for sure. She's amazing. Definitely, absolutely definitely. amazing. Anyway, so I just wanted to read a quick letter that Captain Captain our good friend Captain Yoakum wrote to Patrick yesterday. Okay. To Patrick the Pitbull. The last two years and five months have been an amazing time period here in New Jersey. And the legal case surrounding your abuse, neglect, and unbelievable recovery has touched people across the country and around the world. You have spent the last two years and five months with the Scavellis, and you have bonded with them as your human family. Your ability to trust the Scavellis and bond with them is as amazing as your physical and emotional recovery from near death. The NJSPCA has supported you and, quote, had your back from the minute you were rescued, and we have continued to watch over you as you have made your amazing transformation into the amazing pup you are today. You continue to start each day as a brand-new adventure and continue to act as goofy puppy as that is unbelievable. August 29th will be the sentencing day for your abuser, Keisha Curtis. Captain has sent the judge, in your case, a very strong letter asking for the maximum sentence against the human who abandoned you. NJSPCA also has worked tirelessly behind the scenes to work towards the legal decision to allow you to, to continue to live and love only the human family that you have ever known, the Scavellis. Patrick, I am confident that you and the Scavellis will remain together as a family, and I am proud of the work NJSPCA and GSVS has done on your behalf. You have thousands of supporters around the world. It is truly all about the animals, Patrick. Stay well. We are here, Captain. I thought that was quite an amazing letter to our little guy. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, and the thing is, you know, I, I've got to say as well, you know, 
let's just hope that we can save many more like Patrick, because I'm not being funny. I've seen some pictures at the moment that have just been horrendous. I mean, uh, as, as bad, if you know, about Patrick, you know, I mean, there's been so many just like Patrick recently, you know, literally ribs showing, their backbone showing, and everything. It's just ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. And I just want to repeat what we were talking about last week with the captain, that if anybody sees a dog that they are, even if you're not sure that this dog is actually 100% well, maybe, you know, there's, uh, somebody's walked past your house a few days on the row and you've looked at this dog and you thought, oh, it doesn't look quite right, something's not right, either go and ask the owner or just simply report it. Because at the end of the day, it's people just ignoring what they're seeing that's the problem. Absolutely. People must have seen Patrick before that day that he was found. Surely to goodness, somebody must have seen him in a state. Yep, absolutely, Sue. Absolutely. There had to be a lot of people in that apartment building that did. Yeah. Yeah. um, And, you know, I don't know if you heard about this. It was another story where a couple kept two dogs locked in a filthy cage behind a sofa for 22 hours a day for two years, leaving them emaciated and unable to walk. Do you know know what? I was looking at that. Two Stafford Bull Terriers, yes. Unbelievable. I saw that, and I was actually thinking to myself, what on earth sentence do you give somebody like that? He gave him 10 years for not, I think they were given, um, the couple was banned for keeping animals for 10 years. Give me a joke. That is a joke. Yep, it is a joke because they can go from one state and move to another, and it's all okay because they can just have a dog somewhere else. But I don't even I don't even see I don't I don't even see prison time for them. I mean, to, Sue, these two dogs are in much worse shape than Patrick was. They, I mean, the poor little things can't even walk ten years. You know, that's yep. that's that's just I I better not get started on it. <laughs> yep, exactly, exactly. And Sue, one other thing I did say, guys, um, you know, Sue has been doing this show for a long time. She has done so much good. The guests she's had on, and you know, she puts her own money into the show. Everyone. And if even if you guys could give a couple of bucks, a couple of dollars, she has a uh, email address. You can go through PayPal. It's suuk at gmail dot com. Whatever, and please don't be embarrassed. Five dollars, ten dollars, a couple of bucks, because you know something. Sue Sue has a family to support. She you know she likes to she needs you know she has to have a car. She likes to go out there and have fun just like we do. And I'd hate to see it as much as I like doing the show. I'd hate to see us stop doing it and everyone say oh. I should have, I should have. So I'm asking every one of you that have listened to the show, have shared the show, no amount is too small. So I am personally asking you as a favor to keep this show going because it has brought so much and so much awareness to all of us. And I know you, a lot of you love the show. You look forward to it, the Psychic Show, uh, the show on Tuesdays, other specials that she just did a four-hour show with the police shooting. So, guys, I'm imploring you, please give up the pack of cigarettes give up the coffee drink, whatever it is, and please, I emphatically saying this, don't be embarrassed. No donation is too small. Yeah. End of my rant. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the thing is, um, let me just sort of imply to that as well. I'm just going to say to everybody, you know, at the end of the day, I'm now single on my own. I'm having to run the house. I've got the four children, and I am more than aware that every advocate is not rolling in money. None of us are because we all do what we do. We all work (coughs) very hard behind the scenes, and I respect every single person of you. But what gets me is, like, I've got the Ask Sue Show group, and I've got people that I've helped so much with their chip-ins and their their PayPal accounts to be able to help an individual dog. (coughs) The realistic side to this is 
that over the shows, as much as you've had, we've had the odd person that's run me down because I'm in the UK and what do I know and, and all this about America, at the end of the day, I don't care about any of their stupid, pathetic remarks. At the end of the day, I know hand on heart that I've done the best as I can do from the UK, and I've done a lot to try and help dogs, cats, people, whatever, in, in the US. But at the end of the day, I wonder how over the, this year... <coughs> excuse me, I've got a tickle in my now. Over this year, I would love to know how many people I've actually helped to raise money for their charities, their causes. Mm-hmm. You know, how many people's pages, groups and everything I promoted, yet I asked for some help for, the, for what I need to keep this going, to be able to promote these pages, events, groups and everything else. And I don't see the same back. All I ask for is even if you want to give $1, we've got 3,000 people in that group, <coughs> and at the end of the day, <coughs> oh, my goodness, Yes. At the end of the day, if we just got, if we got a big enough together, I would actually say to everybody, who's up for having money go on, say, a board advertising in American newspapers or whatever, so that we can promote the show, but also promote what we're doing. This show is not about me. It's called the Ask Sue Show because I'm hosting it. But <coughs> it's can I just come? Can you just get me a drink, please? But at the end of the day, it's about being able to connect people, uniting people, and to be able to make a difference, to be a voice for the voiceless. The trouble is this voice for the voiceless could end here on the Asu show if I can't keep this going. At the end of the day, my children have got to come first. And at the end of the day, it's on the holidays at the moment, but I've still put the time into the show and I've still done the shows. So I'm not asking for everything. I'm not asking for big chip-ins or anything like that. Even if it's $1, $5, anything. <coughs> I'd be very grateful of any help. Or even if you've got ideas for the show or maybe you can think of an advertising idea or whatever it may be, then please just give me an email, asksueshow at gmail.com with any ideas. I'd be very grateful. Absolutely. Let me just pass it to you a minute while I have a gulp of this drink. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, guys, I saw this little quote today um, on Facebook, and I want to dedicate it towards Sue. Strong people don't put others down. They lift them up. And Sue has certainly lifted a lot of people up. I know she's lifted me up times when I'm not feeling well, so I I thought that was a very appropriate quote. So to reiterate, Friday, uh, Thursday, Keisha will be sentenced. Um, Sue and I have an event going. It's called Go Green in Support of Patrick. We're close to 3,000 people. And I believe the sentencing is at 9 o'clock. I believe it's 9 a.m., Sue. So we'll stay tuned for the latest. And I'll one more time to say it like the captain has said, no matter what the verdict we're just asking people to stay calm, be respectful. Just keep in mind that Patrick's okay. Patrick's law has gone into effect. These people have been united, you know, from all over the world with Patrick. So as I say for the last time with her, K-A-R-M-A. So she'll get what she deserves, and Patrick will be happy, and we just must we must go on advocating for each and every animal, like Sue said. Yeah. It's just like making a difference, isn't it? Yeah, I think we've made a difference, but we have, you know, we have a lot more to go. I do believe, I do believe that probably if it wasn't for Patrick, Patrick's law would not have happened. And I do believe all the letters to the governor and all the support and all the people you've had on this show and you know other shows, it has definitely made a difference, Sue. So that law does, that law is a big yeah. deal. You know, it's definitely a big deal. Yeah. Um. Oh, so 
sorry, I'm just having a couple of uh, things in the chat room that I'm having to uh, keep an eye on at the moment, so uh, I apologise for that. Um, right, let me just see what's going on. I, I think uh, I may have to keep an eye on these phone lines today, and um, you know when you just got that funny feeling about Summit Howard? Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a Jeff moment. Don't say Uh-oh. no more, but Uh-oh. if you know what I mean. Uh-oh. But but not but not Jeff. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did. Uh, I did go to the doctor today, so we took the cast off. Uh, my fingers are all messed up. I couldn't even move them. Put a cast right back on. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like another four weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he said I'm doing okay. But the hand, the fingers are all messed up, so I couldn't give anyone the finger really. But you know, oh, it was okay. You. It was okay. Oh. <laughs> right, we've got going to go to the phone lines, Howard. Um, okay. We, we've got area code two one five. Hi, welcome to the show. Hello, it's Colleen. Sue, Howard, it's Colleen Darling. Hi, Colleen. How are you, honey? I'm good. I'm good. How are you feeling? I'm doing okay. And I, I heard you're recasted. Yeah, recasted. <laughs> and I, do, I did speak to I did speak to Judy's uh, a nephew in the hospital. She had just come out of surgery. So, good. Uh, so good. we say prayers. So Colleen, I tried you have to call her last night, and that's what yeah. I'm... Yeah. So you uh, have some updates for us on, on Lisa's dogs? Um, we are still looking for homes for Huey and Gracie. Mm-hmm. Jeff has um, Pedro and Minnie and Shay, and we're looking for homes for them, too. But Huey and Gracie are still at Lisa's home with Ty, and we're just trying to get them to, you know, a, hopefully a home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a forever home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where that's... And, of course, the others, too, but instead of putting them in rescue to... You know what I mean? If we can find an adopter, that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be great. And they're so sweet. They're so, so, so sweet. Um, um, Colleen, any of those links that you want to forward in the Asu Show group, please do after the show, because I'll send everybody there after the show, and we'll get them shared everywhere. Oh, okay. You mean with the pups? I sure will. please. Definitely. Definitely. I definitely will. Um, but I did just want to call in and give my love and hugs to Judy. I can't believe she retires and now she's going and doing acrobats and a dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Judy, 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 what are you doing? Yeah. And Co- Colleen, I wanted to thank you so much for my goodie bag. I really appreciate oh, it. I'm glad you enjoyed them. I'm and the wrapping, paper, the wrapping paper was the nicest part of the whole thing. <laughs> the paw prints, it's fun. The postal <laughs> workers all laugh at me because I wrap all the packages in them. So they laugh as I'm sending stuff out. They just, like, bark and stuff at me. <laughs> but, Colleen, bless you for everything you do for that you've done for Lisa and all the animals. You're an amazing advocate, my friend, and I mean that. So are you guys. So are you. Well, thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, just sending my well wishes to you, Howard, and to Judy, and hello, Sue. And I will definitely I'll um, PM you after, <laughs> well, in a little bit when I get on. Okay. Uh, Colleen, can I just say yes. to you, I just want sure. to um, ask you, can't, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, and I apologize. You've all got the um, auction for Lisa's, Maya's dogs and everything there as well. A, yes, there's a second one on now. The first one closed. And I know I, I know that raised a decent amount of money, a couple hundred dollars. And there's a PayPal link for Jeff, and um, you know where the money's just gone there. So right. because you know, so this way because none of us had a PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and then well, there's a new one on, and there's a lot of really nice. There's actually a, a bidding war on a scarf in there. So we're all having fun with I that one. I saw that. 
Oh, you did go in and see. <laughs> I'm just afraid I put a bid in. I'm looking over my shoulder now. <laughs> but, <laughs> but do you know what? I'm not being funny. I was looking at it and I was thinking, Lisa would, I didn't know Lisa and I've told everybody I didn't know her, but I was looking and I was thinking, I'm sure she's looking over laughing her head off at the different, and the little comments, and I just thought, it's oh. just so nice. And it's, she would have run along with us. She would have yeah. totally jumped in on that with us and clowned around. <laughs> exactly. You know, but it, like I've said so many times, Queen, it's such a shame that somebody had to pass to bring so many people together. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's just... Exactly right. It's, it, you know, everybody keeps saying it didn't have to come to this. So. Yeah. But... Uh, uh, do you know, ever since of Lisa's passing, I keep saying to everybody, please just unite. I, I look at all these different pages and all these groups and all everything that we do, and I just think, oh, wouldn't it be just good if we could just get one main page or everybody uh, you know, join? Sadly, Facebook wouldn't let us do that because no, you can no. only have so many. But I've thought that a couple of times, just one big group. Yes. But then where will we share to? <laughs> Yeah, do you know what I mean? Uh, the thing is, I've actually spoken to a few people about this, and, and it's going to come, right? Okay, best things come to those who wait. What I'm Absolutely. trying to do is I really, really, I'm trying my hardest to try and get together, and I've got somebody who's a great friend of mine who's hopefully going to help me, to try and get a website where we can actually do exactly that. Hmm. So You know, I actually... with. My friends from Australia who were probably, and my one German friend, Raffaella, were the first three people I actually met in the animal forum a long time ago. How they even spotted me, a little goofball running amok. <laughs> but they were so kind and reached out because I didn't even know computer stuff really except for, for work. And they were just really kind and reached out to me and they guided me along the way. And... um I know they have some kind of, like, a website. Yeah. That, in fact, I will find it, and I'll PM it to you that it might, you know, give you kind of the idea. And they're great girls, yeah. Jesse and Jane. They're just amazing, and so is Raffaella. But Jesse and Jane have this. They have the, um, well, Go Orange is the one that I'm admin to, but I do believe you're in Go Orange, an animal book also, which is theirs. And... um all of these would be fantastic because, and I want to say to everybody and, and you as well, Colleen, you know, the Yasu show is about connecting these people. And the amount yeah. of people who told me after Lisa passed, oh, she was an excellent advocate, she did so much. And I'm like, hold mm-hmm. on a minute, I've been doing this show for a year now. How come I didn't cross paths? And right. then I look at all the mutual friends and I'm like, nobody shared. I, you, I know. Do you know what I mean? And this is I where we're, we're going all wrong. And I want to say to everybody, you know, I'm going to say in the chat room, please put your profile links into the chat room so everybody can add everybody. Because the trouble is Facebook's, I know, stopping a lot of us. Because, you know, how long have you known this person for? You know, right. uh, do you know them outside Facebook? And the old personal, but no, because, you know, we don't. But then it's blocking that I person from yes. making friend requests. <laughs> I just say yes so they don't get in trouble because I'm afraid Facebook's going to kick them. You know, I, like, I don't say anything. I just ignore it. No, it makes me. It makes me say yes or no. It doesn't Even mean. I just. It just says yes or no, and I don't add anything. See, for me to add them, I have to say yes, which I don't care. 
Yeah, oh, but do you know yeah. what I mean? And this is the thing. <laughs> there's so many little things. Like you can't, if you add too many people or anything. And yeah. I'm thinking if we can have like a chat room or we can have a base mm-hmm. where we just say to everybody, right, this just this page here is where you post your profiles. You post your pages. Right. So that's right. where I set up the page advertiser in memory of Lisa. And that was literally, we'd already got the page advertiser, but then I changed it in memory of Lisa because I, it was like, to me, that was my bit for Lisa because I, all I could think, kept thinking was, I've got an excellent advocate there that I never crossed paths with, and that's because we didn't connect. Right, right. No, and that's I, a shame. I... We, we've got so many good advocates. And I'm on Twitter now, and I've been Twittering all day. I must just say I've just turned into a Twitter freak. <laughs> right. But it's brilliant. I, I've got plenty of people literally adding me um, and, and, you know, and, and being in touch and stuff. And it's been brilliant today. I haven't, But because I've got my Twitter set up so it runs alongside my pages. I, Twitter, I have no clue what it is. <laughs> you know what? I'm it's totally really... befuddled when it comes to Twitter or Google, whatever the Google thing is. Yep. But do you know what, Colleen? You can... Yep, but do you know what, Colleen? The funny thing is, it actually you can actually have it. So when you post in your page or your profile, it automatically sends to a Twitter account. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So if somebody says to you, if you've got, say there's you and somebody else and on an admin on a page, mm-hmm. you could actually say to the other person, are you on Twitter? And if they say yes, they can actually connect your page up to Twitter just by connecting it to their profile. Wow. Oh, that's you see what I mean? Cool. So it's, it's yes. just another avenue. And we almost need a show just to tell people all these different tips because there's loads of different things I'm finding out. I've, I've just found out about four or five different things today, just by going on a blog talk radio group, and it got all these different, uh, you know, advertising ideas and all sorts. I'm like, that's a great idea. But it's because people are sharing it. Yes. So mm-hmm. if You're people right. have got a good idea, don't keep it to yourself. If you think, this is a bit crazy, but it might work, just email me. Just send it to me and give me an idea. Maybe we can put it out in the show and say, can anybody set this up? We've just had this idea. Everybody, does, everybody can do a bit of something. Do you mean? There might be yeah. somebody who's good at IT, but can't be bothered, hasn't got the time, or can't be bothered to do the cross posting. But they could help so many cross posters. Right. No, definitely. Mean? I, I mean, I totally agree, but I'd have to be the one saying, I have no clue how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but it I might be. I'm cyberly challenged, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, but it might be that somebody's listening to the show tonight and think, right. oh my goodness, I can help Colleen because I could set her Twitter off, give her a password. She can connect it up and away to go. You know what I mean? It, there's, yeah. there's always somebody in your network that can help you do something like oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. You know I mean? And I think absolutely. this is the thing. We just need to start connecting people even more. Oh, yeah. We have yeah. to make Facebook give us more access to more friends and more people in groups. That too. <clears throat> I, don't, really? I, personally, I personally don't think that any petitions moaning pages or whatever is going to stop Mark Zuckerberg doing what he's doing. I agree. I do agree. I mean, I do think the petitions help because it shows a voice, even though it's not mm-hmm. going to change the laws, but it yep. shows a voice and a, and a wall of strength. Like, we're we're not dealing with this no more, but, you know what I mean? This yeah. is the noise we're making. I, yeah. I agree. But do you know what gets me is... All of the people would connect on that petition to go against Mark Zuckerberg, 
But we mm-hmm. can't all connect on a page to... He'll kick us all off. off. Are you kidding? He'll kick us off from ba- Facebook. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? And I'm thinking, yes. oh, my goodness. You know, if we could just yes. get that impact, you've got so many. But do you know what the realistic side of this is, is that I was talking to somebody actually in uh, the U.S. today, and I'd said this to him, and they went, you need to say this on the show again, because they'd obviously missed it. And I said to him, I keep telling everybody, Facebook is just a glorified um, uh, survey from the government. The government oh, do not yeah. want us to connect, because right. if we started to connect, then they'd be in trouble. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, why are we having to do so many petitions to tell our governments what we, the general public, needs when we're paying them damn good money to yep. be able to get all this done? Well, now, that to me really doesn't make sense. And the fact of the matter is, I mean, at this point in 2013, animals shouldn't be regarded as property and it's Absolutely. okay to abuse them. I mean, you know, there was a time children, oh, well, you beat your kid and yada, yada. But that's not allowed anymore either, you know? So it's just, that's what I think blows my mind the most, that these lawmakers just, oh, it's just an animal. Well, maybe to you, but it's a life. (laughs) Yep. You know? It's right. But I will definitely send you a message in a little bit, Sue. I just have yep, to... Yeah, excellent. Yep. Any links do my or anything you want me to share? <laughs> any links or anything you want me to share, Colleen? I'll, I'll put them in the chat room. So just send them to me and I'll put them in for you. Okay. Okay. Right, and then, you guys darling. have a great night. Feel Take better, Howard. And kisses and hugs. And kisses and hugs to Judy for a speedy recovery. Absolutely. Oh, definitely so. All right. It was good talking to you all. Take care, Colleen. You Take too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, Colleen's good people. Definitely, definitely. It's crazy. Right, we've got another caller on the line. Well, hold on a minute. Area code 732. Hi, welcome to the show. Hello, Sue. Hello, Howard. Captain Yoakum, New Jersey State SDCA. How are you today? How you doing, Cap? I hope you've been driving that car carefully, unlike me. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a little hectic, but uh, things are good. Okay. Excellent. So uh, I don't know if you heard, week? I read your letter that you posted yesterday to Patrick. Yes. It was interesting because yesterday, August 26th, is National Dog Day. Yes. It also uh, coincidentally happens to be Captain and Mrs. Captain's wedding anniversary. Ah. Um, and uh, when we got home last night, uh, I sat down at the computer because I wanted to write that note to Patrick for a while. And... Uh, I told Mrs. Captain what I was going to do, and she said, go for it, and uh, just kind of laid it out there. So just wanted, you know, that's how we feel. You know, we, we've got his back. We're getting close to August 29th. Um, there's been a lot of work going on behind the scenes uh, to prepare for August 29th and to prepare for Patrick's future both, uh, and we're kind of excited as the day gets closer. Absolutely. Definitely. What what sort of um, do you get a lot of people? I mean, obviously, every time you come on the show, you hear about Patrick. No comment. But <laughs> outside, uh, do you get the same questions, Captain? You know, is what is it like around with you? Are there a lot of people still intrigued on, on what's happening? Um, not only people intrigued as to what's happening. Um, occasionally, we'll have one person out of the twenty or thirty thousand people that reply back to one of those posts 
and they'll say, do you have the original link? I'm not familiar with that story. Hmm. Uh, and then about 7,000 people send them a link uh, to the story. It's pretty amazing. Um, but really the stories and the posts that really uh, mean a lot to me are the people that not only are familiar and have followed Patrick from day one, but the people that explain to me what they've done to change their life in helping animals. That's yeah. been the phenomenal part of what took place. It really is. And it's continuing on. Um, yeah. Everywhere I go, people tell me, oh, let me tell you what we do. Let me tell you what my family does. And it's it's really good, it's really good to hear. Yeah, oh, that's great. But, and do you know what, Captain, saying that, you know, we, we, every single day, I mean, uh, today, just recently, um, it was earlier on this morning, I was talking to somebody who lives just up the road from me, and they've only just moved into the area, and their partner isn't working at the moment. And her husband got in touch and said, oh, this last is, she, my wife, she's absolutely crazy on animals and everything. Is there anything she can do to help? And I'm mm-hmm. like, and this is the thing, it doesn't matter if you're an advocate from today or you're an advocate from 20 years ago or 30 years or 40 years ago. It doesn't matter the time. It's about what you're doing now. Yep, absolutely. You know, you've got these people that are like, oh, I've been advocating for 40 years you're just as important as somebody who's just found out today how important advocacy is. It's absolutely correct. Yeah, and, you know, September 14th, I'm going to be in the town of New, in New Jersey called Lincroft for an event that's actually a 5K race to raise money for the animals impacted by Hurricane Sandy. And the two people that are organizing this event have done other events, and they're two 12-year-old girls. Uh, they've created a Facebook page. They're called the Do It Duo for Animals, and they're an amazing uh, couple of young ladies. Um, I love going to their events. They're motivated. Um, they love animals. They want to help, and they've literally uh, bought in thousands of pounds of dog food. They're tenacious. Uh, they never stop, um, and they just got it down, and they're a great couple of young ladies, and we love working with them. And, again, it's uh, Do It duo for animals uh they have their own facebook page uh people stop in and thank these young ladies for being the future of animal welfare it's great to say yeah that's great maybe you'll have to get them on the show that can be arranged i say i'm going to be spending some time with them on the 14th of september i'll certainly talk to them about it and uh howard i I guess you saw the uh, post about the raid that we did last Thursday at the Humane Society here in New Jersey. Yes, I um, did. And, um, you know, that investigation is ongoing. Um, we put out the original press release to let people know what took place because there was a lot of law enforcement activity with our people there. Uh, we wanted people to know what was going on. Uh, but ourselves in the Hunterdon County Prosecutor's Office Uh, got together, and we've decided we're not going to release any more information publicly until the investigation is closed. Um, But the most important thing is that we're able to go in, get those animals, get those animals transported immediately, the 17 cats, to a local veterinary hospital for their emergency care, uh, and they are slowly but surely, yeah, they're slowly but surely responding to treatment. We did lose four of them, unfortunately, um, because they were too far gone. Uh, hmm. But the other animals are on the proper medications, and there will be a few surgeries over the next week or two. Uh, and we're hopeful that uh, the rest of those, you know, those 13 cats will be able to uh, be adopted out. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. 
So, so with, sorry, going back to the um, two girls that are doing the event, can you send me a yes. link to their event as well so I can I get it shared yes. out as well? Yes, I absolutely will. I'll, I'll try to do that tonight. Excellent, because I'll, I'll, I'll add all the Ask Sue Show folk as well, because I know they'll all be very interested in that, because obviously my children mm. doing uh, advocacy themselves, I know they'll want to help them out if they can as well, even though they're in the UK. <laughs> yeah, there, there, was a, there was a rumor floating around that uh, when people heard that I was invited to the race, there was a rumor floating around that I was going to be running in the race, and I've cleared <laughs> that up. There's only two things I'll run for, free spaghetti or if Sue gets pissed off. Uh, that's it. <laughs> and beyond that, I don't run. I'll either walk or drive. Now, can I, I just say, that... Howard, he didn't yes. say he was going to run if I gave him a hug, so I'm still in luck yet. <laughs> no, no, I would come running for that hug. I would come running for that hug. And, Howard, uh, you know, getting back real quick to the, you know, the uh, Patrick post last night, yeah, um, we did. We did have over uh, thirty-five thousand people overnight that responded back to that post. Wow! Uh, or like, or like that post. Yeah. Um, I, I did respond back to probably close to three hundred and fifty people over the last twenty-four hours, thanking them for supporting Patrick. So it wow. was uh, it, it was a pretty cool response, to be honest with you. So, Captain, the and I hate to bring it up, but people are going to yep. the, the custody case will start after the sentencing. Um, there is a distinct possibility that the custody issue will be decided on August 29th. That's what our uh, goal is, actually. Okay. Not that, you know, nothing is nothing is uh, in our court system, uh, not just in New Jersey, but everywhere. I think everyone who's familiar with what goes on there knows that there are no guarantees of any court appearance. <laughs> um, but that is what we are shooting for. So uh, that's our we- hope. Yeah, well, we know what we all know what is best for Patrick. I'll leave it at that. Uh, I think we all do. Yes. Yes. Definitely, definitely. Now, um, Captain, what? How has it been out there? And I want to. Uh, there's a couple of things I want to touch up. What you've just been with. Um, firstly, how how many dogs do you actually deal with on a regular basis um, every week? You know, what sort of quotes are we talking? I mean, I talk to you about the NJSPCA most weeks. But I never get right. to actually find out how big you actually are. You know what I mean? I, I've right. never seen your building. Mm-hmm. I'm never, I don't know New Jersey. Just for other people that don't know as well, how big of an area are you covering and, and how many are you dealing with? Okay. Um, I mean, I can put it in perspective. Uh, it's kind of like this. Uh, over, the, over the last 12 months, we've handled in excess of 5,000 cruelty complaints that either come in through our hotline or through our website. Wow. We have uh, we have about uh, 34 active law enforcement agents, investigators, and officers. Um, you know, we uh, depending upon what we're dealing with. Like you know, last week on Thursday with the raid, uh, we had 11 of our law enforcement officers, uh, you know, at that humane shelter as well as a local vet hospital that was involved um, executing the search warrants. Uh, we had people lined up to transport, uh, you know, our agents who aren't armed officers and were part of that raid um, were lined up to help arrange for inventory of animals and transport. And it really depends if we're going into a hoarding situation or a shelter situation. Uh, you can go from having only a few dogs that week and issues with dogs to well over 100. Um, and the key is that you need to be prepared to deal with what you find. 
Uh, we don't always rush into a situation. Sometimes we'll wait three or four or five days to make sure that we've got transport arranged. Um, we have animal control arranged to work with us, uh, notifying local law enforcement. Uh, so there's a lot that goes on with some of these cases when you're, you know, going to be removing large amounts of animals because you can't just walk in, pick up the phone, call animal control and say, hey, I have 32 dogs I need you to come pick up. Yeah, hmm. That's not, you know, that's not realistic. Um, yeah. So on a weekly basis, um, our officers, uh, and it's not just dogs, it's cats, it's reptiles, it's livestock. I mean, part of this raid at the Humane Shelter were, were two pigs that were in really rough shape. Um, and, you know, you're talking a 600-pound animal that's not real happy. Uh, that's a major job to transport an animal like that. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can tell you a funny story. <laughs> My brother had two bit pigs, and mm-hmm. we were trying to get it into the trailer. And we said, oh, yeah, it'll be fine. We've got a couple of big boards to walk them, you know, sort of be behind them, if you like. Mm-hmm. And all was fine until they decided they didn't want to go that way, and they went Correct. straight past us, straight past the yep. gate. And if anybody's ever dealt with pigs, I have never, I mean, they say about donkeys. I'm not being funny. I've never dealt with a donkey. But, by goodness, you get a stubborn pig. And even <laughs> this pig was literally trying to go through this pig wire. And, honestly, how it didn't get through, I do not know. <laughs> and we, I was literally holding onto the back of this pig's leg. And my brother's going, so quickly, grab it, grab it. And I went, I'm holding on for dear life. <laughs> So I totally know when you're saying about difficult pigs, and let's face it, if they're stressed anyway, because they're not daft, they sense it really quickly that something of change is coming, you've just got no chance. You say one way, and they say, no thanks. (laughs) One of the uh, the greatest uh, scenes that uh, I was standing by watching was there was a pig that was destined for a livestock auction, then the truck and trailer broke down. And the pig broke out of the trailer and was running to a neighborhood. And the pig was about a 500-pound pig. And uh, one of the local animal control officers who weighed about 140 pounds soaking wet had a catch pole, a snare. And he was standing in a yard, and the pig was running around in a circle. And the circle was getting closer and closer and closer. And this animal control officer felt he'd just wait there. And when the pig got next to him, he would, he would put this, this catch pole on him and catch him. Well, he did. The problem with that is when you have a 450- or 500-pound pig going seven miles an hour and you put a rope around its neck and you weigh 145 pounds, you know the end of this story. <laughs> so after getting dragged around the yard three times, he finally let go of the pole. Oh, God. That's pretty funny. Hey, oh, Kathy, I just wanted to tell you, you know, in the event room, I put a picture of you up, and I just wanted to read you a couple of things people wrote to you. Respect Thanks. to you, sir, from all you do from Scotland. Sending many hugs. Thanks, Captain, from us in Pennsylvania. A great big tartan hug for Captain from Scotland. Uh, nice. Captain, you are a hero to all of us all over the world from New Mexico. Captain, you are the best. And hugs from hugs to the Captain from Berkeley. So I just wanted to read nice. you a couple of those. Very nice. Thank you for that. Thank you. It's greatly appreciated. Captain, did you real quick, there's a story going around. Did you hear about the uh, veteran from Iraq who went into the diner in Massachusetts with a service dog and they refused him service? I did. I did, and add that to the list that we've already seen that is very disheartening over the last three or four or five months on uh, service dogs and the, um, I'm going to say, uninformed people uh, that have involved themselves in that situation. 
uh, it just kind of blows my mind that people are that, I'm going to use the word ignorant, uh, of people's rights and what these service dogs do and what they are and how important they are to people. Um, there are federal just, laws with that. I mean, they just can't, you know, that's a federal law. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's very, very, very disheartening to see the uh, lack of uh, information uh, that some people, you know, in that particular case, it's a, it's a business. Um, and quite honestly, you know, you need, to, you need to pay attention to what people's rights are, whether you're a business owner or a security guard or a law enforcement officer. Uh, and you need to understand uh, so that you don't step into those situations and have them turn into what that turned into. Exactly. And, you know, I don't want people to take this the wrong way, Capitol. And, I, you know, I understand he's a veteran, which I yep. have the utmost, utmost respect for. But to me, you know, the point is, and I don't want people to under, misunderstand me, the point is it's just very basic that, he, that, he, that the dog was a registered service dog. Yep. Yep. I mean, yes, he fought for the country, but, but to me it's two separate issues. You know, and I don't want people to get upset what I'm saying, but, I mean, the issue is this is a registered service dog. Mm-hmm. Whether the guy was a veteran, you know, he fought for the country, great, but it wouldn't matter if I walked in there. I mean, do you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Yep. Okay. Because someone got mad at me, and they said, well, you know, you know, you don't respect the veterans. I said, of course I do. It's not about no. respecting the veterans. It's about yep. that restaurant owner respecting the, the federal law. That's correct. That okay. is absolutely correct. So okay. it's a shame, really, yes. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. Terrible. Is there a lot of that go on in America? Unfortunately, um, it happens. You know, here's the deal, too, and we've talked about this before, Sue. So, um, because of the Internet uh, and because of social media, a lot of things that used to happen that nobody knew about now become well-known far and wide. Um, very easy to spread a story. Um, yeah. That's good and bad both because stories like this that get spread, um, it educates people, and that's that's a huge benefit. And you know, I always say thank you, internet, for that. Um, mm-hmm. The bad part is is when people with ill intentions or people with personal vendettas or agendas post things against other people who are doing the right thing for animals, and it goes viral. That's the yep. shame on you, internet part. Um, but it does happen more often than not because people honestly don't know the laws. It happens all over the country where mm-hmm. people are denied access with a service dog. And quite honestly, most people that are in that position, they just quietly turn around, uh, take their companion, uh, their service dog, and go elsewhere. Uh, sometimes yeah. people do take a stand, but it does happen far too often. Yeah. And, and you're right. I mean, let's face it, loads of... As good as the social network is, sometimes it can be a bad thing, and it can put, I'm going to say, it can put um, places to look in a bad light that maybe it's only happened to a few times, but because it's gone global, has made a bigger impact. Right. You know, the other shameful part of the service dog issue, um, and I, I, I put this in comparison to people who have handicapped parking tags in their car. If you are a 23-year-old man or woman and you're driving your mother, father, grandmother, grandfather's car that has a handicap tag in the glove compartment and you park in a handicap spot, you are as despicable as a person who just purposefully and willfully is not handicapped parking there. That is misuse. By that, And what I say that is there are people also that, take their dogs into places where they technically shouldn't, claiming that their dog is a service dog. 
That yeah. also does happen. Hmm. And that is also very, very wrong. But it does happen. Yeah. I'll tell you something. There was a picture on the um, Internet going back a bit, and I'll have to see if I can find it to show you. It's quite funny. A MP in the UK who had been running down about the fact that disabled people get too much and, you know, there's got to be um, also, you know, if you've got parking spaces, they're supposed to be for the disabled, not for people pretending to be, blah, blah, blah. And they actually got a picture of him parked in a disabled space. Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. And, and I was like, mate, uh, you know, I'm not being funny. You can't go putting stuff like that on out on the Internet. And then, you know, somebody's always going to have a camera. <laughs> they yep. do now, yep, anyway. That's true. That's what actually one of the uh, lines that is used in police academies across the country right now when they're talking about use of force is everybody in today's world is a cameraman because <laughs> yep. everybody's got an iPhone on their hip. And yep. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Captain, can I ask you that? Um, going back to, we'll talk about police quite a few times, but what is the laws as far as the public being able to record, i.e. people like you or the police, or how does the law protect you and protect the people? Can they actually video legally? Um, that is a, that is actually a very, very difficult or impossible question to answer <clears throat> because a lot of it has to do with exactly what is going on. Is the person obstructing what's going on? Are they placing themselves or anyone else in danger? There's so many tangents to what can and can't be done. Um, do you have the right if you're on the sidewalk and there's an altercation on the other side of the street with a police officer with someone, do you have the right to stand there and pull your phone out and videotape it? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Um, if the police officer is having a bad day and he doesn't want you to do it and he instructs you not to do it, you probably should cease and desist from doing it, okay, mm. because you've just been given an order by a law enforcement officer in the course of his duties, um, so you probably, you know, probably yeah. should stop. If you're told to stop taking still pictures, you probably should. Uh, again, yeah. are you legally allowed to? Yeah, probably. Um, but, you know, it comes, down to, it comes down to that officer's discretion as to what he wants to turn it into. Yeah. Because I know we're always telling everybody, just keep your phone by you. You know, if you, if you see something being abused or if you see a, mm -hmm. a dog being shot or if you, whatever it may be, it might mm -hmm. be that you're videoing because somebody's beating up a police officer. That, that, that question wasn't specifically saying about something the police were doing. It could be that somebody's doing something else. And, it, and at the end of the day, that could be a video that could be used in court. Hmm. Do you know what right. I mean? So I just wonder where the law stood on people using videos. Yeah, a lot of it's tied into also, uh, you know, each, each state in the United States has their own state constitution. And, hmm. you know, here, here in New Jersey, some of the interesting parts of, of that law and people's rights, their civil rights, uh, you know, pertaining to their constitutional rights about search and seizure, uh, what you can and can't do. You know, if we go to somebody's house uh, and we have an abuse complaint, we knock on the front door and nobody answers the door, and we hear a dog whining in the backyard, whining in the backyard. We can walk around the side of the house, go toward the rear yard. If there's a gate there that's open, we can walk through it. If the gate is closed, you cannot walk through it or locked. You cannot walk through it or climb over hmm. because that person, that person 
has an anticipated expectation of privacy in their backyard because there's a gate blocking your entrance. So if you want to go in, but by the other same token, you can go to the house next door, ask that homeowner if you can go in their house and look out their window into the neighbor's backyard, and you're legally allowed to do that. Now, if somebody else runs a a non-law enforcement person, runs into the backyard with a video camera or camera, and takes a picture of someone stabbing a dog and then runs back out and hands us the picture, that we can use in court. But if I was to go back there without having probable cause or reasonable belief that a crime was being committed, saw a person stabbing a dog, arrested the person, signed summonses against the person, they would get thrown out of court because I just violated that person's rights. Good grief. Do you know, and let, let's face it, this is the part that I hate. It's as far as you just doing your job and saving animals and the police saving people and children and whatever, but you've got so much red tape to go through that sometimes mm-hmm. you've almost got to back down to go forward. Right, and unfortunately, uh, people who go about trying to save animals in the wrong way, uh, they do what they do, they'll take the animal, uh, they'll rush the animal to a vet hospital for some non-emergency procedure, and then the person who they took the dog from can legally turn around and sue them for theft of property hmm. uh, in violation of their rights. And you know who's going to win is yeah. not the person who tried to help the animal. The other person is going to win because the person who did what they did did not do it with a clear head, and they let their emotions rather than their mind lead them to do what they did and the animal yep. gets sent back and is in a worse position after all this happens. So it's a difficult yep. thing for people to understand. They want to know why we don't take animals away from people all the time. The very simple answer is the law won't allow it, and if we did, we'd have to give them back. Interesting. Yep. I've just got a question in the chat room. Pebbles has said, what if you have no trespassing signs posted? If you have no trespassing signs posted but there's no fence or gate, that doesn't fly. Hmm. Right, Okay. Interesting. Right. You know the property, and, and, the property sorry, around the house, the property around the house. Uh, again, where people have an expectation of privacy would mean that there would be a blocked access, a fence, a wall, something like that. Right. Okay. Hmm. Interesting, Captain. I had I had one quick question back to the service dogs. So that's yes. that's a that's a federal law. So this, this so the states cannot the states cannot supersede that. Correct. That would be correct. Okay, so so once it's a federal law, so okay, so I get okay, okay, you answer my question then. Yep. Okay. Uh, but, uh, do you know what? I'm just thinking of all these different things, and I'm I'm thinking to myself, you must go absolute crazy then when you're looking on Facebook, and how many times have we all seen that picture of that tied up dog up a tied dog in a mess in the garden, and we've all done it, me included, saying why doesn't somebody just go and get the dog? Yes. Yes, I, uh, are, are I see it all the time. Are you sitting there screaming at the picture saying, no, don't go and get it, just give us a chance to go and get it ourselves? <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't scream at the picture because I, I, I rarely raise my voice unless I'm laughing. But I do get, <laughs> um, it, I do, it does, uh, it does stress me out, and it also stresses me out when I'll see somebody who will post, well, I'm just going to go there tonight and take the dog. Well, yeah. <clears throat> a couple of things wrong with that. The first is it's illegal. And number two, you've just posted on the Internet your intentions to break the law. So anybody with any computer knowledge whatsoever 
can have your butt in front of a judge very quickly if you decide mm. to do something like that. So, and and again, what what other what other people don't realize is when that does, when that situation, if you have someone who's abusing an animal, and it's no different than the same mentality of someone who abuses a, a child or a human, if if the child or the dog is removed from the situation, the person goes through a stressful legal time. Uh, may get arrested, may not, gets questioned by the police. A person who acts out with anger and abuses an animal or a child is someone who can't control their temper or their anger. Uh, so do you think it's safer for that dog now to go back to that house than it was before? No, it's more <laughs> dangerous. That's when yeah. animals get killed. That's mm-hmm. when yeah. people throw a cat up against the wall. That's when they throw a dog out the window. That's when they put an animal in a microwave oven, and yes, that happens, and kill mm-hmm. them. Uh, because that yep. animal just caused that person grief in their mind. They're blaming the yep. animal for them being exactly. questioned by the police. So what are they going to do? They're going to kill the animal. Hmm. Yep. So anybody who's looking at a picture on Facebook right now, and it's in the <laughs> captain's area, don't just go and help yourself. Let the captain know and let them do it professionally and properly so we get them out of there once and for all. Captain, how, also, Sammy, how is Sammy doing? Uh, he's doing amazingly well. Uh, you know, you know, he's officially adopted into his new home. Yeah. Um, he is. A, he is a 15-year-old gentleman. Wow. Uh, people post that he looks sad. Uh, the reality of it is, most cocker spaniels don't have part-time jobs as clowns because they all have those sad eyes. <laughs> he is extremely happy. And if you ever see a cocker spaniel, you know, doing a birthday party dressed as a clown, please get a picture of it for me. Uh, um, Do you know somebody will now? Yeah, the other real important thing, too, with pictures that are posted on Facebook, um, we'll have a picture sent to us as somebody took a screenshot off of Facebook and you've got to help this animal. And I look at it and I run it up against uh, photos that we have on file and find out that it's a picture from seven years ago in Pakistan or in Thailand or in, you know, so, um, you know, people overreact uh, to the Internet as being the gospel. When they see something on the Internet, they just assume it's got to be gospel because it's on the Internet. And that's so far from the truth. Just ask anybody who's been on a dating site, and they can tell you that. <laughs> and not that any of us would ever have to do that, because the three of us are like home run fines for people. But <laughs> I'm saying nothing to that. I'm still free, single, free and single, yes. There's yep. nobody daft, but not that daft yet. <laughs> so, Cap, did you get Mrs. Cap a puppy for the anniversary, or? Uh... Uh, no, I no, we didn't. But I will tell you, we did a we did attend an adoption event during the day when we were out <laughs> in between. Uh, and and she understands totally. She understands totally. Um, you know that you know it, it's it's part of who I am, and she's good with that. Um, and we go from doing one of our joint venture fun things uh, to something where I have to work for an hour uh, and then back on our way and back to something else enjoyable. So it it all works out. Oh, that's great. That's great, Karen. Captain, I'm sorry to go back to a subject again, but Pebbles has just said that she's got her yard fenced but no gate in the driveway. How does that work? All right, and she's in Connecticut. Know, Okay, if I come if I come upon a house that has a fence in the yard along the front of the road, uh, and a fence maybe eight feet off the side of the house over to the back. Now it's called here's what it's called in layman's terms. It's called the mailman. 
doctrine. So if the mailman delivering your mail can walk in your yard without having to go through a locked gate, if he can walk down the side of your house unobstructed by a locked gate and go to your back door, then so can I. Hmm. And and that's the way it works. Now, you know, the other part is, um, you know, going into a neighbor's property to peer into someone's backyard. Um, Again, it's referred to as the expectation, the reasonable expectation of privacy. Correct. That's what it's called. So, you know, if you have somebody with a garage in the back of their property and they've got the door wide open, okay, and I'm walking back toward their house, I'm looking into that garage to make sure there's nobody in there with a weapon or there's not an injured animal. I'm not walking into the garage, but I'm certainly looking into the garage, and that's perfectly legally acceptable. Hmm. Very interesting. Can I, can I just tell you something? And I've just got to mention this guy. I've got a friend of mine. No, there's nothing in it before anybody messages me in the chat room. Uh, just a very good friend. And I, we were having a joke about sharing of Maltesers, which I don't know if you've got I'm sorry, Maltesers I could, over there. I couldn't hear, Sue, I couldn't hear what you just said. Did you say a boyfriend? No, it's, it's just, no, no, I had a just, bad connection. I couldn't hear you. I'm not sure what you said. Did you say a boyfriend, no, def- a fiancé? No, it's definitely not a boyfriend, I promise. Okay, okay, okay now hugs, I heard that. Listen to me. The hugs are only for you. Why would I need a boyfriend? There you go. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. You also hug Jeff. Don't be don't be telling that. I'm not I'm not being funny. I had to hug Jeff. I'd just thrown him out the show. <laughs> hey, what the hell? I hug Jeff every time I see him, I do. <laughs> no, I did one better. I actually threw him off the show and announced his number all over the airwaves thinking he was a troll on the show. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you know, I only do things I do things properly, you know me. Anyway, <laughs> I've just got his message saying, no, I'm not going to share your Maltesers. I mean, not going to share the Maltesers. And uh, he put, it's okay, don't worry, you'll be pleased to know I won't be having any Maltesers either. Laugh out loud, happy now. I put, why not? Dog ate them? He put, yes, laugh out loud. All they left me was the digestives. And that's only Uh, because they don't like them without a cuppa. Oh, (laughs) jeez. That's He's funny. asking, am I laughing? I put, yes, I'm trying to do a show and giggling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. It, you know, we, there's some lovely stories, isn't there, with our pets. You know, I would love to get everybody to literally do a little story and be able to put them all in a book and put their names to these people and maybe do a story because we've all got a funny story about their dog, yep. haven't we? Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, have, you got one, have you got one in particular, Captain, about your dog? Um, I don't have one in particular. Um, I think I could probably write a different story about Chloe every day. Uh, she's quite a, she's quite a character. Um, you know, just, just uh, two days ago, we had her at a local county park where there's a beach where you can let your dog swim. And not a lot of people go there because you have to hike in about a half a mile to get there. So, you know, most people, if they can't just park their SUV along the curb and get out and, you know, walk to the beach, they're not going to go to this beach. Um, But it is used by a few people. And uh, there were a few dogs back there. And when Chloe walks up, people always, because she's big, they always go, oh, that's a big dog. Is she friendly? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, she is actually more friendly than I am. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) And my wife had her, and she goes, oh, yeah, she's fine. As long as we're good with you, she's good with you. And 
So the one small dog on a leash came over and kind of crept over down low and, you know, saying, you know, I know you're much bigger than me, so I'm, you know, I'm okay with being down here groveling at your feet. The other dog was about a 60-pound Labrador mix of something uh, that was not the most well-trained dog, wasn't on a leash, and kept running over and jumping up and putting her paws up against Chloe and banging into Chloe. She did it four times, and I said to the woman, I can tell Chloe's reaction. She's looking at me like, I'm going to stop this in a minute. And I said to the woman, you might either want to put your dog on a leash or call the dog so she stops doing that because if she continues to do that, this dog is going to teach her a lesson in etiquette. So the woman came running over and put her on a leash, and everything worked out fine. But it's amazing to me that, you know, people take an out-of-control dog to even a dog park. And you have so you have 25 dogs in a dog park that are socialized and well-behaved, and then you have the dog uh, that's just <laughs> going around terrorizing all the other dogs. And it's like with the human being standing there watching, uh, just oblivious to it. So it's kind of funny. I will tell you, Sue, I will share a story. Um, and, Howard, you know I lost my mom in January of yes. this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she, you know, she had uh, put up a long struggle, and she was home and we were there about two days before she passed when she still had her eyes open. And for about the last month, um, my mom did not smile because she didn't feel good and she couldn't communicate uh, real well. Um, but Chloe, being as big as she is, and when we go to my mom and dad's, which is out in Hazleton, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. we always take Chloe with us because my dad and mom love Chloe. Well, Chloe walked up, she would walk into the room where my mom was. As soon as we walked in the house, she walks back to my mom, and she would sit down next to my mom's bed, right next to her head. And when we walked in, uh, we sat at the edge of the end of the bed, and Chloe leaned over and kissed my mom on the lips. And my mom got the most beautiful smile on her face. Uh, it was amazing. Very emotional. Very, very emotional. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had... I had exactly the same thing when my granddad was in the hospital, and all he kept wanting to see was his dog, Jensen, which which was a yep. King Charles Spaniel. So I had a word with the one nurse, and I said, listen, I said, my granddad's one wish, really, is that he wants to see his dog. I said, he know, you know, my granddad knew that he was going, you could tell by him. Yep. And I said to her, please, come and bring him in. She went, well, we can't really bring the dogs in the water. I went, listen, I'm not asking you, I'm begging you. I said, you know, it's my, my granddad's not going to be here for much longer. Please, can you do it? And she went, let me have a word with the matron, I'll see what I can do. So she comes back, and she went, have you got a big blanket? And I went, yes. And she went, you can bring him underneath a blanket. I, we didn't say you snuck it in. I went, yeah, that's fine, not a problem. So there I am, carrying this little dog under this blanket, sneaking it with a grin from ear to ear as we're sneaking it through the back door. Yep. And all of a sudden, there was eight nurses wrapped around me going, can we have a look, can we have a look? I went, this is supposed to be a secret. And yeah. she went, oh, no, she went, it's gone all round the ward. We, we think yep. it's brilliant. It's the brilliant news. Yep. And we took him in, and we put him on my granddad's bed, and my granddad didn't do a lot to, to he didn't, like, sit up and look at him or anything, but I knew in my heart, and I could feel that he knew he was there, and that was enough yep. for me. Yep, absolutely. And, and there's, there's no other feeling. You, you can't even put it into words, that feeling of how you sense it. It's true. It, it, it was. Yep. It was quite. You're right. It, it, just emotional was not. Yep. Was not even a near word. 
you know, when I had my uh, Sue and Cap, when I had my neck surgery three years, I had major neck surgery three years ago. I came home. I didn't even want to see my mom, literally. And my little Rosie jumped into bed. She kissed my little scar under the neck. That was it. I felt better. Yep. I just wanted yep. to be with her. That was it. That's all it takes. You know, she doesn't give me grief about complaining like some other people I know. So. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. So, I tell you what, we might have to do that. Um, dog stories, cat stories, and just get. It's just nice to share some positive stories, isn't it? As well, you know. And we we were talking about this the other day. I was speaking to Jamie, who's doing the cops for canine compassion <clears> page, <throat> and we were saying she's doing all positive posts all about the police yep. and what they're doing, but all positive. And that page has grown two and a half thousand people in about two and a half weeks. Yep. And I'm thinking to myself, yes. but that's what we need. It's all good sharing these dogs that need saving and all this, but there's so much negativity around it that we all get run down sometimes from seeing that negative all the time, and it's just nice to have some positivity as well. Yeah, I, I, would, uh, I would have to take a wild guess to guess the number of dogs that cops responded to for a vicious dog or a dog running at large where that dog ended up going home with that police officer and becoming part of his family. It happens all the time. Wow. It happens yep. all the time. It was a great story, and it was actually in Newark uh, late last year of exactly that. It was a pit bull. Uh, and the neighbors were calling. It was running at large, and it was vicious, and it was going to attack people. Um, and this single police officer pulled up in his car, uh, got out of his car. The dog ran over to him. Uh, the, the cop opened the back door of his car. The dog jumped in the car. Um, the guy sat in the back seat with the dog. The dog was licking him and kissing him. Um, and some person going by took a cell phone picture of it. Um, and then the story hit the Internet, and it was the real deal. Um, and that, that, that dog moved in with that police officer um, after the seven-day hold, and nobody claimed the dog, no microchip. Uh, they tried to find the owner, posted pictures, um, and he visited that dog every day in the shelter, morning and night, and ended up adopting the dog. Great story. Great story. Sue and uh, Captain, I have a special friend that's listening. Her name is Kathy uh, uh, Cap and Sue, and she has a pit bull, a black pit bull that's a therapy dog. So she's new to the show. She's going to be sharing the show. I just wanted to say hello to Kathy and thank her for everything she does. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Hey, I'm going to let you guys run. I've got to get back on the road here. I appreciate, okay. once again, Howard and Sue, the time you've allowed me to come on and speak with you. I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for what you two both continue to do for the animals. You know, I appreciate that as well. Thanks, too. I, I did follow your orders and share your post last night, uh, just so I you was, know. I was just about to say thank you because I did see you post it, and I appreciate that. Thank you very much. That's never um, a problem. Can I, can I just back up something, Captain? Somebody's actually put a comment underneath, um, and they were saying they wanted to contact me with regard an animal that you apparently didn't uh, respond to. Can okay. I just say to people... Um, Let's not be sharing little bits of snippets about what the captain doesn't do. Let's start sharing things about what the captain does do. People can, by all means, message me by maybe that the captain hasn't done something. But let me tell you, anything that comes to me against the captain or where the captain may have missed something, I will be getting in touch with the captain and talking to him about it myself. I will not be sharing such hearsay, shall we say, across the Internet about it until I have spoken to him personally myself. So anybody who's onto that idea, 
Don't even go there because it ain't happening. You, I second yeah. that, Sue. Don't mess with our good buddy, the captain. Well, thank you, guys. I will tell you this, that whenever I hear any indication of any situation that people fear, feel that the situation was not taken seriously by the New Jersey State SPCA, um, I do follow up on each and every one of those. I will tell you that the majority of those cases are usually uh, where they'll have us confused with the ASPCA, they'll have us confused with animal control, they'll have us confused with a county charter, and yet there are times when there was a situation uh, that an officer just kind of went in and just kind of glossed it over and moved on, and I have redirected people to go back out and make sure that that animal is okay. So, yeah. you know, we take those we take those statements very seriously and follow up yeah. on each and every one of them. Absolutely. Yes. Well, you and know, sometimes it's is, just, you know, an axe to grind. That yeah, but the thing is, though, Captain, what people also need to realize, that goes for me, it goes for you, it goes for Howard, it goes for all of us as advocates and people are working with animals. We're all human. Mistakes will always happen. And there is times when something may have just crossed, something may have, it may be that yep. you mentioned it to somebody else and they didn't follow it through. It, nothing would be yep. intentional. It's just one of those things. Correct. And, you know, when you're working with uh, living, breathing things, that can't speak, it makes it very difficult sometimes to get to the bottom of a situation. You know, when you're dealing with people and people can, you know, explain exactly what's going on, that's, a, that's one of the things that a lot of people don't understand what we and control deal with are we're dealing with victims that can't explain to us what's going on. We've got to figure it out based on what we see and what we feel. And if you can if you can put that in perspective of how difficult that would be, um, just like sometimes when a child is crying, you know, what's wrong? What's wrong? And they won't talk to you. And mm -hmm. the panic that sets yeah. in to people that they can't communicate with the kid. Well, that happens on every case we go on. And yeah. now, well, there was one dog two years ago down in Lavalette, New Jersey, that when I actually went up next to the dog and knelt down, and I always ask, are, are you okay? What's going on? And that dog, and I'll never forget this, it was a boxer, looked at me and said, yeah, my owner hit me. And I was like, holy shit, a talking dog? <laughs> no, I, I just made that up. I was trying to act excited <laughs> for the show. <laughs> Do you know what? That could happen. <laughs> Do you know what? We are going to have day. to have... We are definitely going to have to have a comedy show with the NJSPCA. I tell you, <laughs> definitely. Uh oh, good grief, well, yes. Well, but, you two, uh, take care. I love both of you. I love what you do. I appreciate everything you do for the animals, and keep on keeping on. Love you, yeah, Captain. And you, you take Captain. care. Thank right. you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Cheers. Thank you. Uh, and a big thank you very much to Captain of NJSPCA and please everybody, you know, by all means share the links to um his page as well, NJ Space and then SPCA. Please go and have a look. Yeah, that was a good chat, Sue. Yeah. Yeah. Always a good uh, chat with the always a good chat with the captain. The the thing is though, Captain, it's uh, the thing is Captain. Am I the captain yet? Yeah, not yet, not yet. <laughs> I'll tell you what, my head, it must be gone now. It must be yeah. hard to set it. But the, re the reality is, though, Howard, is that, you know, we've got so many different things going on. And, and I'm in the U.K., and, like, we're talking about the NYACC. We're talking about the NJSBCA. And, like, a lot of people have either seen it or they've heard about it or whatever in the, in the U.S. But 
I've never seen it. I don't know what area the New Jersey covers and stuff. And sometimes it's a bit mind-blowing. It's like, oh, my goodness, it covers that many people. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're talking about the NYACC. I, I mean, I'm not being funny. That's huge. Yep, it's a absolutely. massive, massive area. And every time I hear about it and I think, oh, there's just a few dogs in there. And then <laughs> they do me a reality check sometimes. And it's like, do you know what, Howard? In one day... They put down 60 cats. Oh, boy. One building in one place that is covered by Mayor Bloomberg got 60 cats killed in one day. One day. That's just one day. Yeah. And that's what they're reporting. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Never mind the ones that slipped slipped away in their sleep, um, you know, and all this. Never mind the hundreds of dogs that get put down all the time. You know, so many, and I've just got to say, a big, big, I, I, can't, I can't say thank you. I'm just going to say respect to every single person, especially those in the chat room tonight, and you know who you are all listening, especially Laura, who's sharing um, her events and everything about Bloomberg and everything. And Laura, if you want to call in. Um, you know, but those people that are really are pushing the limits to try and save those dogs every single day. I mean, you know, we, we tried to save, say, for instance, we were trying to save, say, 20 cats today, 20 dogs today, okay? But tomorrow, there may be 30 of each again. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, we, we, we try and save these ones from today, but then tomorrow there's another list. But we're still trying to see what happened to yesterday's list, but we've still got the 30 that we've got to try and save today. Yeah, it's, it's just it's it's just amazing. Just yeah. amazing. We have got such amazing, amazing advocates. Do you know what I mean? Are, are absolute amazing. And, you know, and so I just, want to, I just want to go back for a second to when we started this show when I talked about if people could, you know, send in donations. And I'm not just, you know, and you've had so many guests, but, you know, it's just, it's just so, and I'm not, I'm, and I am partial, but, but I'm trying to be, you know, not, you know, it's, it's just so informative when the captain calls in and gives us all this information. And, yeah. um, you know, as I said at the beginning of the show, you have a family to support, you have a life to live, you know, we all want to make a couple of bucks. It's not about making a million dollars, it's about just, people have to realize it's about keeping the show going. I don't think people realize how much, of, you know, time and, 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 and your own money you put into it. So I'm really, I'm really asking every Gwen, and like Sue said, we're not judging, even if you could send in a dollar or two. We really, really yeah. appreciate it because we got to keep this amazing show going. The psychic shows, the Tuesday show, the special shows that Sue has done, and all the atten- all the amazing attention, yeah. the pages that, that that you've talked about. So I will just leave it at that. But I, I just couldn't refrain yeah. from saying it again. So yeah, do you, do you know what, Howard? And I've got to say, you know, it's it's not just about doing the show today. It's about what we want to make the show into. And, and my actual dream is this. I would, my dream is to get a 24-hour radio online all the time where people could actually host their own shows as well. Mm-hmm. So, and also we could have businesses that we could register to the show so that they could sponsor each show so that we could get a, say, for instance, we could get a page that wants to have a show to tell people what they do and everything, but then it would get sponsored by a company or, do you know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. so many big ideas I've got, but I, I just can't do it all by myself. And I, no, I you can't. Need to, 
try and, if I can just get the show out there. I mean, I've got Kathy, I've got Sean um, that are literally doing things behind the scene. I've got Kristen that's doing things behind the scene. Um, you know, quite a few different other ones as well that <laughs> cross-posting the show and everything else to go with it. But, you know, I, I'm just really trying to unite so many people. And I'm trying to do about, like I said, the NYACC. We, do, we try to advertise the NJSPCA. We've got all of your events, Howard. We've got the Ask Sue Show Group. We have got, um, we did about the Betty Crumley saga, mm-hmm. and that's an understatement. Yeah. Uh, we, we've got, you know, all these other different things about the Crumley. We need, not Crumley, um, Crowley. Mm-hmm. We're looking into that. We've got a page that exposes animal shelters and rescuers and such as well. So we're trying to keep on top of that. And we're trying to put this all into one show. You know, every single night we're trying to find something else. We're also trying then, we've got um, a couple of other people that come in on the shows, you know, like the psychic shows and everything. So, try, so I have to try and be informative on everything, but try not to get too deep into everything because I've got other shows to do as well. Correct, correct. And you've also had Jim Crosby on the show several times. Yep. Oh, Jim Crosby, um, the captain, Jeff Coltonback. Um, we've Mike, had Victoria, Mike, Victoria. Mike Fitzpatrick and Karen Laurie. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, Ted Ehrenberg. Mm-hmm. Um, who else have I had on? Victoria Eisenman. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Derek Akora, Colin Fry. Uh, all these different people that, you know, it doesn't just take literally a minute and ring them up and say, can you have a show? Yes, fine. It's not as quick as that. It's a case of getting their links. It's trying to get it all put on the blog. So Correct. all of their links and everything's together. Just, I mean, that two, that four-hour show I actually did um, the other week with Jamie and with the canine, uh, ca- oh, no, I've said it wrong again, Cops with Canine Compassion. That two four-hour show, it took me, well, I'm going to say that I had one hour sleep in two days, and I actually got every single link and everything put on my blog for that. And mm-hmm. that took a lot of hard work. And yeah. I came off that show, and I was talking to Sean, and I've got to say a big thank you to Sean because he was helping me so much. But, you know, I come off the show, I was, one, exhausted, two, devastated, and three, just found it very hard by so many people working so hard to make a difference by the dogs being shot by police and also trying to make a big impact to show the positivity around good police. But I come off there crying because I had got not many people in the chat room and the show had, a show had not been shared as much as I would have liked. Hmm. But I put all that work into it and people couldn't even bother to share the show. Yeah. Now, I, I can honestly say, and I don't care who this offends, I don't care if somebody wants to go and Slate me on my page. Go ahead. Do what you do your best. I'm not really bothered. I worked my backside off for that, and the realistic side is I could just shut the damn thing all down, and I could have spent two days with my kids. They're on holiday. It's their summer holidays. Absolutely. And I was putting the money into the show and taking it off my kids and my family so that I could help people in a different country that at the end of the day I don't even know at this moment in time if I'll ever get to meet them. Yes. That's the realistic side. And and you also did a, a special Saturday show in, in memory of Lisa Meyer. Yep. So that yep. just you know that just that just adds to it. So anyway, let's have some more positive stuff now. <laughs> yes. Yes. If anybody wants to call in, if you've got some positive news, maybe you want to share your page or whatever it may be, give us a call in three four seven 
347-927-9694. That's 347-327-9694. Um, should we have a little bit of a sing-song? Sounds good. Okay, we'll have a little bit of a sing-song, and then we'll be back in just a couple of moments. I, I, actually, I just realised I've got the song ready. Hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, let's have a bit of relaxation. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Welcome back to the Ask Sue Show, and we've got Howard with us again tonight. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing excellent. Always good after the captain calling in, and um, I just do want, did want to reiterate if anyone um, is tuning in that tw- the 29th Keisha will be uh, sentenced, and it's possible that the uh, that the decision on Patrick's custody case will also be settled, but the captain said possible, but we know the end result is that... Um, that he is going to stay with the Scavelli Sue. There's no two. That's the only home that Patrick's ever known. Do you know what? Sorry, Howard. I'm just um, gone into a real thing. Uh, thank you to Jill. that's just shared this to, into the chat room for me. Um, they've so, shown me a dog of somebody, who, and somebody has actually hacked off this poor dog's nose. And 
I'll tell you what, I, I honestly, I, I, can honest, I don't care who hears this on the show. If I had a gun, if I lived in America, I can honestly say I would blow people away. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't care. I, honestly, if people see this, I'm going to put this into our sous show. If anybody wants to have a look at this, please just go and have a look at this. That is just mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. You know, every day we say about different things. You know, we say about Patrick, don't we? And I, I think that was bad enough. But, you know, the nose hacked off. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> just Unbelievable. Some days. It, some things just push your buttons, don't they? And you just think, you know, what what next? Unbelievable. And uh, let me just read. It says, you think you've seen this all and you think you can handle it. Then every now and then you see something that just tips you over the edge. They cut her nose off, and then the bee dumped her in a shelter. It says P.S. Well, tell me what it says. But um, I'm just going to mention a few people. I'm just reading little bits of comments. Something called Kelly Hare has put, Sorry to leave you all hanging. Lots going on behind the scenes tonight. This is three hours ago. She is with um, Kaney Valsia. She may have an adopter, but if not said we would all be happy to help her financially and get her over to the UK where we can find her a forever home. Hmm. You know, people are amazing. You know, these advocates, we really do just need to all connect. You know, we have got some people that will just literally, you know what I mean? Uh, three yep. hours ago, Kelly Harris put her breathing is laboured, apparently. Um... All right, okay. And then we've got Goina... Dorina, I probably said that wrong. It seems to be that he had the muzzle. Che- it seems to be that he had the muzzle chewed by other dogs. It happens in the public shelters. The dogs are eating each other's if they are not receiving food. And usually, mm. if one mm. has an open wound and is smelling like flash, the hell starts. Mm. Mm. Unbelievable. Mm. It just. Oh. Honestly. But then, you know, we see some amazing stories, and I've just got to say to people again, dogs are so forgiving, and I just want to say to everybody, if all the humans were just the same, we'd be actually okay. Yeah, we would. We would. Just unbelievable. <sighs> I'll just have a deep breathe, I think, after that. <laughs> I could honestly just go into a rant on that. But, but you know, um, so one thing, one thing I did want to say to you when I... And you know I joke about Patrick, but yes, there is. There's been a lot, a lot, lot worse abuse. I think, I think the starvation part with him was horrific. But yes, there is a lot worse. But as the captain said, for some reason, when he was lying on that table and it hit Yahoo first, I get. I don't know. I was just. I was never an advocate. So when I had read other, you know, I'd seen other stories yep. about dogs. So I don't know. And and you know, I'm not religious. I'm very spiritual, especially about. After your psychic readings, the psychic readings I had done on the show, but I just think, like the captain said, it was just for some reason Patrick was yep. just the chosen one, and he survived for a reason. And you know something? We'll never know the answer why, but um, I'm certainly grateful that I you know, got involved because of him, not what happened to him. But yeah. I, I totally agree with what you're saying. There's a lot, lot more horrific cases. But for some reason, yeah. I, I guess he was the chosen one, or one of them, Sue. Yeah. I should say one but of them. But do you know what, Howard? The funny thing is, and I'm not knocking uh, or dis- dissing Patrick in the oh, slightest, right? But the thing is, with Patrick, 
he was hungry for a lot of days and everything else, right? And that was a gradual thing, okay, of him being hungry. And I, I'll go with that, right? But then, and obviously, the, the, everything else that went with that. But imagine that poor dog just having its nose hacked off. I know. That's, I, that's, know. I, I can't know. even... I can't even go into that. I, I, that just taps the old brain into something else. That really just pushes my button something chronic. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I've I just got to say a big thank you to Margaret, who's just signed in into the show. And she's literally put, just signing on to say, I support you, Sue. Promise to share, share, share. Have to get off now to make phone calls to Detective. Love to all of you. Margaret, thank you so much. That means a lot. Thank you so, so much. Um, and do you know what? Apparently this um, dog has been dumped um, and it's pregnant. It's They think it's in Romania or somewhere. Hmm. Um, yeah, the dog's pregnant. And Laura Smith has just put, I would be shooting people every day. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Laura, you're not, you're not wrong. I, I'd share the gun, honestly. I, I, honestly, Howard, I, I've said this quite a few times. If ever I got found out, and God forbid I'll touch wood with this, and, and you know, if ever I found out that I got something that was some life-threatening disease, I would make sure that my life was worthwhile. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm going to say. I hear you. I would end up in prison. <laughs> I would actually make sure that my last few days were in prison. Oh, Seriously. Boy. Yeah, I hear you. Because I, hear you. I, I just look at this and I just think this, it just comes down to the same thing, Howard. One, we've got to unite, and two, we've got to make people realize this has got to stop. Yeah. It's this just, this, you know, we, we can share these posts, we do all this, but at the end of the day, we've got to go to the top and say to governments, we've had enough of this. Yeah. This is just wrong on every single level. Nobody can justify that. Nobody in this world can justify that. Yeah, it's true, Sue. It's true. But, you know, I just had oh. a friend, I don't want to say any names, she said to me, if our country really respected animals appropriately, then mandatory spay-neuter would be everywhere and breeders wouldn't be allowed. Then we wouldn't have to kill so many. <laughs> it's true. And you've talked yep. about this a hundred, you have talked about this a hundred oh. times, the spay and the neuter. Yep. Yep, and I've just, do you know what, I've just shared in the Ask Sue show again, um, obviously, the event that I've put together. And if anybody's got, um, maybe you've got a vet near you that's doing an um, event, you know, maybe he's doing, not an event, sorry. It, maybe he's doing a special offer at the moment to have spay and neutering, you know, there's a discount, half price, or whatever it may be. Or maybe you can go to your vets and ask if he can do something special, maybe to run along the side of the Ask Sue show. You know, just tell them if they do a special offer, we'll put it on the Ask Sue show so we can get them more people. Yeah, and by the way, the lady... Sh- yeah, I'm sorry, Sue, go ahead. No, it's okay, carry on. Yeah, the lady who made that comment, her name is Kathy Klein. She's a big advocate. I told you for the service dogs, and she's just a great yeah. advocate. And she's going to be a new supporter of the show. And I hope she'll I hope she'll call in soon because we just need more people like us. Yep, yep. It's just about connecting. That's Absolute it. Absolute connecting. The big C word. Yep, yep. Definitely, definitely. Um, I've just posted the link into um, the chat room. It's called Ace of Spade and Neuter Worldwide Event. And I actually made a picture of Howard. You've probably seen this. And it's called Animal Advocates. And then we've got the Ace of Spades card. And then it says, this is no joke. Join our club. Be a diamond. Have a heart. Do not gamble. 
please deal this card to everyone and everywhere. And inside the spade, it says, be ace, get tired. Start again. Be ace, get them spayed and neutered. Don't let them make a pack. Pass this card around the world. So we have a call coming, and I know you're going to love this lady, Kathy. She's right up your alley. She should be calling okay. in any second. Okay, I think we're here. Hi, okay. Erico203. Is that Kathy? No, that's Pebbles. Oh, but Pebbles. I'll let you go. Hi, Kathy's calling. Hey, Sue. Hey, Howard. Hey. If if uh, if Kathy calls in, just tell me, and I'll I'll not go. It's a it's a three four seven area code, Sue. Okay, okay, um, but you know it's funny. I, I know you guys were in a conversation, but I wanted to say some things when we were talking with Cap. So, you know, we were talking. You know, you guys were talking about the page and and this and that. And I had an idea. I don't know if it would work and how it would happen, but if like just say. You got your, it's like the old, uh, you got your eggs in, in too many baskets type thing. So just say, like, if you had something, Sue, that you wanted somebody to either monitor or take care of, like, I would volunteer for one, you know, and just yep. make sure that, that that gets up and running, you know, and, and keeps running so you don't have to take the time away from your family and this and that. And I'm sure there's other people that feel the same too, way too, you yep. know. You're doing it. It's it's all in your back at this point, but we're all trying to support you. And okay. I feel your frustration is because same thing when I post things. It's like, okay, I get three likes and like two shares, because everybody's yep. into like whatever, you know. But yep. I think that if some way we could delegate it, where people take care of or monitor. Things that we are all in agreement that we want to see changed, maybe, maybe would maybe we'll get further. I don't know. Yep. Just an idea. Yeah. But so I would volunteer for something. Oh, Pebbles, I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt. It's nine one nine area code Sue. I'm sorry, Pebbles. No, it's fine. Okay. Uh, do you want know Pebbles? You're right. I mean, if anybody wants to, maybe. I mean, I'm not being funny. I was looking at the pages that I've got, and they've. And, and I've got to say, I mean, I've actually gone through all my pages today to make sure that all of them are working and all of them are thing because the one thing I really get annoyed about is that when we've set up things and it, it's not working and I'm thinking we, we need pages that work because we, us advocates, are trying yeah. to share to so many groups yeah. and so many pages that yeah. we need. So if somebody's got a page, you know, and they're thinking, oh, I need some help, please go and get into contact. And I will put a post on the Asu show saying to people, is there anybody can help admin on this page? Because there at the moment, go. there's a lot of yep. people out there that want to do something, don't know what they can do, but maybe we can put them as admins. But let me just say something. If people put them as an admin, make sure that you put them as a creator, not as an actual manager, because let's face it, wars can happen, people That's don't right. and things. And you can lose your page or you lose your thing. I should know. I've had this happen to me. <laughs> so I'm saying to everybody, if you do, just add them as a content creator. Then they can share and they can post and everything, but they can't delete or take over your page. Absolutely. So if anybody cool. wants to help with any admins, um, that would be great. Right. And I then, you know, because I've been an admin on a couple of pages, and, you know, you can you could do things, but I don't even know. I would never even think about taking over a page. I mean, well, I, but I do know what you're talking about. I have seen it happen yeah. in the past, too. But yeah. um, I think if this way, it's almost like you monitor in the chat room when I heard you say that, you know, you had problems. You know, I was outside, and in the summer I listened to you on the iPad outside, so I'm not in the chat room, but 
I immediately went in to the house to just try to help you out, check in to make sure that nothing was going on that you were missing. Yes. You know, yes. and, and then you wouldn't be giving up control of the page. You would just be getting help on a page. <clears throat> yeah. Absolutely. Well, see, on the Ask Sue Radio Show Network, I've actually got quite a few admins on there. I've actually got about 14, 15 admins. And people say to me, hold on, why do you need that many? And I keep saying to everybody, what they need to realize is those 14, 15 admins are chosen people that are good cross-posters. Because right. I've got, I've, I'm trying to, with the Ask Sue Show, there are so many different things. It's not just about animal advocacy. It's about all the other things that go with that. You know, children, old people, um, psychics. You know, the show is about so Absolutely. many different things. It's about connecting so many people. You know what I mean? And this Absolutely. is what, what is wrong yeah. in this world right now is we are not connecting. We're not connecting to the next door neighbor. We're not connecting to, you know, our families. <clears throat> We're not connecting to all these different things. And if the Ask Sue show can help it with that, I'm more than happy. And so what I say to people is, I'm quite happy to add people as admin because it's good to have other things to go onto that page as well, not Absolutely. just dogs, cats, not just psychics, you know, but other stories exactly. too. And I know, like, with uh, Debbie Ferris, what, what she does is she tries to get on pages where, like, so you're in a different time zone as me, and so this way she can watch things when you're sleeping, yes. and then when we're sleeping, you can watch, you know what I mean? And yep, it just kind of—it just kind of seems to work. I don't know. Yep. I don't know how. Do you know how, it's so funny you should say that because the other night I was just going. I was thinking, well, I'll just go to bed. Anyway, all of a sudden I'd like notification after notification. I thought, what's going on here? And all of a sudden, something I posted had just lit up like a lighthouse, and it was like, oh my goodness, I need to. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll post to that and I'll comment to that, and then that was it. And I was on for another half an hour. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, it takes it a lot of time. Crazy. Okay. It, it takes a. It's great. A real yeah. lot of time, and the other thing yeah. with the New York ACC, um, I, I um, for a follow up from the last conversation that we had, I checked today on Google of who is running for mayor of New York City, and I think it's still not decided. I think the primaries, the deadline no, for the primaries, decided. yeah, well, the deadlines for the primary, um, for the primary. Um, you know, get into the primaries is within the next week or two. Um, I think that we really need to monitor that and Definitely. find out who we think is going to be the best for the animals. Yep. And I think that we should get that going because that's going to be happening in November and that's going to make a big deal of a difference for the animals in Europe. Absolutely, Pebbles. Well, I'll tell you what, Pebbles, if you nuts. can send me or if anybody can send me information on each person that's eventually candidates, etc. That's I what I was trying prepared. to do today. Yep, I'm quite prepared to do a show just on candidates, and I will personally invite every single one of them onto the show, and yeah. if they are actually into the animals, they will come onto the show. If they don't, yeah. we know the And if they don't, and then, and then, you know, you do. we do have the numbers of people who... They might not be listening, but they are definitely watching what you post. And so if we get these yeah. people on and we know which one is going to be the animal advocate and which one isn't, um, I think yeah. we really need to go after that because that's, you know, that's going to be the next four. I don't, don't remember. Do you know, know, Howard, is it two or four years in I think New York? it's four. I believe it's yeah. four. Yeah, it's I think four. It's, it's uh, four here in Connecticut. So. You know, but anyway. You know, I always so say, 
sorry, we've we've got exactly the same thing in the UK with mayors in four years. And you know what? I think, oh, that's a very dangerous long time. I know. And that's why such we really have to be long, honest. Yeah, such a long time to do so much damage yep. and make such a big difference for the Absolutely. wrong way as well as the right. Absolutely. I was just going to say, as well as the right, if we get the right person yep. in there, we can make yep. a huge difference. The wrong person yep. goes in there. But going after Bloomberg at this time, I, I, my personal opinion is it's a waste of time. Because yeah, I don't think he cares. Yeah. No, it's I, done. I, I, he's done. He knows he's done. Um, yep. He's not. He's not going to. Uh, he's not going to address any of our issues no. at this point. But yep. I don't know if you saw. I, I just um, think. I just think let's just kick him out the backside, wave him goodbye, and let's just make sure we get a yeah. good replacement. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's. I I agree, and I don't know if you saw. I wrote in the chat. I read today, and I'm not quite sure if it was just New York ACC. If it was all dogs that we post online, but um, one out of 600 get out. That's disgusting. Oh, that no. number is disgusting. One out of 600? Oh, that's Ugh. wrong. It, that is it's just terrible. It's you terrible. Know, I still say, I still say, and I must go to the next caller, but I still say I wonder if there's rendering and all of that going on there. Mm-hmm. I don't be. care what anybody says. They're making m- money from dead dogs. Yeah. I, I, they're Definitely. probably they probably are too. Yeah. So, anyways, go Good pick up your caller. Love you guys. I will. Love Always you, listen. Pebbles. Take care. Cheers, Pebbles. Thank you. I'll be there Bye-bye. for you. All right, Love take you. care. Bye bye. Thank you. Hi, next caller. Let's go to Kathy. Hi, Kathy. How are you doing? Hi. Um, I'm doing fine. How are you? Hi, Miss Kathy. How are you? Hey, I'm okay. Here to spread pit bull love across the world. So you want to tell Sue a little about your background and what you do? Yeah, so I am a nurse practitioner, um, and I have been rescuing animals my whole life, little bunnies and birds and chipmunks and things like that, and got into fostering dogs in 2001 and have usually fostered one or two dogs a year since then on, on my own, not for a rescue because... I would just find them on the street or hear about one in trouble or hear about a dog on a, um, you know, chat group online or something and go get that dog, bring it home, and then pay all its bills, treat its heartworm and do all that stuff myself, pay it, and um, and then find them a forever home. And this way I didn't have to... Um, I could I could do what I wanted and find the best home and not have a rescue tell me that a dog would have to go to a home that I wasn't comfortable with. Um, anyways, that's just what I've always done. And um, so I wrote two books. One is called A Pitbull on My Pillow. It's a picture book yeah. for children. Uh. And it ended up being a uh, – it's donated pictures from all over this country of from Pitbull – rescue people uh, and their rescued or fostered or adopted pit, pit bulls. Um, I think only one or two of them in the whole book was actually bought by a breeder. And it was supposed to be a children's book, but it ended up being so popular that grandparents and school teachers and just all kinds of people now own that book. And then I wrote Callie's story uh, when I um, – 
uh, uh, after that. And Callie's story is called Callie's Story of Pitbull's Journey from Shelter Dog to Therapy Dog, and that's about the same pit that I um, pulled out of a shelter about five years ago and trained into a therapy dog. And her her picture's on the cover of both books. And um, Was that at New York ACC you pulled her from, or was that New York? No. Or? No. From uh, Darling, Darlington um, Humane Society in South Carolina. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Callie came to me on a rescue email. Yep. And so uh, Callie was the first pit to get out of there alive. but never had anyone go down and pull a pit before, so they had to put them to sleep because they were so worried about their fu- the pit bull's future because there was so much dog fighting in the area. Hmm. Now that Callie is what she is, they decided to get them out to good loving homes. And, you know, like all shelters, they can't get all of them out, but they're making a real effort to get pit bulls into loving homes oh, down there great. now. That's great. Yeah, so Callie uh, works at UNC Hospitals. We um, usually go to the eating disorders unit. And because we're we're all on teams and we have special units that we go to, you know, so that the nurse gets used to us at at the same unit. And um, she makes a lot of people of all ages quite happy in the eating disorders unit. She's she's, uh, great to watch her do her stuff. Oh, no, that's great. And now, Kathy, you've also spoke to Letty before, because uh, Sue had Letty on the show from Best Friends. Yeah. I I had emailed her because I needed some information because I was putting together a table full of uh, information for a animal law symposium at UNC. Oh, wow. That Callie, Callie Gerber spoke at that. She's uh, one of our animal um, lawyers here in North Carolina. Uh-huh. And... Um, so I made a t- I made a bunch of folders with with pitbull pictures and all the important statistics in different folders depending on the subject. You know why does BSL not work and statistics and temp- American Temperament Test Society and all those things. Unfortunately, only two people took the time to stop at that table. Hmm. You know, and hmm. so no one really looked at the stuff. I still got it here though in case I'm ever asked to do that again. Um, Callie, though, went with me um, before we were to set up our table. We went upstairs to where Callie Gerber was speaking, the lawyer, in a big lecture hall with graduated seating. And uh, Callie jumped up on my lap and, like a good little pit bull, a good big pit bull, uh, sat there and stared at the speaker for a good 45 minutes. And everyone was just in awe of how... um, Attentive she was to the speaker. That <laughs> was very cute. Oh bless. Uh, well, I've shared your page, and um, by all means, and, and any links you want to share in the Asu Show group, Kathy, by all means, help yourself. I didn't hear that. Uh, I said, well, if you want to share any of the links into the Asu Show group as well, by all means, you know, send them to us or post them into the group, um, and we'll get them out there for you as well. Okay, I'll I'll have Howard show me how to do that later because I don't know how to do that. I'm not exactly yeah, a genius with that, but you know I'll try to help you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> share the Ask Show group to us, Howard, then we yes, can post yes. in there. Yeah, I will. No, I will. I will. Okay, For and sure. anybody who wants to, anyone who wants to post a pit bull needing a home, not a breeder, but a rescue, you know, a rescue pit bull who needs a home or to be pulled from the pound, 
please put them on my pit bull on my pillow page because we share a lot of dogs of pit bulls needing rescue on there. Oh, that's great. Excellent, excellent. Well, listen, thank you so much for calling to the show. I'm sorry it was so late in, later day in the day show, but uh, by all means call in next week as well, and uh, we'll talk to you more next week as well. Oh, bye-bye. Okay, Kathy, okay. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Kathy. Uh-huh, bye-bye. 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 Yeah, she does. Um, I saw. I just sent you a picture so of the black pit bull and goes, you know, visits the kids. That's great. That's, that's just wonderful. Yeah. Um, I've just got to say, you know, I, I just love these people in this chat room. They amaze me. They just bring me links that I've missed because obviously I'm doing so many things. I've got to say thank you to um, Jill. She's put, sadly, this one's over here in the UK, Sue. And do you know what? I... I I've got to say it, and it sounds a horrible thing to say, but I really do hate people sometimes. And it sounds a horrible thing to say, but um, even in the UK it's happening. We've had, but it wasn't by police, a cruel farmer shot woman's two dogs with a bolt gun, leaving them to die slow and painful deaths after they escaped and were left with him for safekeeping. Oh, my God. I, I, again, it, it, good job I don't live in Yorkshire anymore because I don't actually pop in round to see him personally myself. But do you know how, how long he got? Even though somebody had actually left them with him, somebody found them, left them with him for safekeeping, and he killed them. Hmm. Do you know how long he got? Oh, let's see, a month? Well, we'll give him a little bit of grace. Twelve weeks in jail and 120 hours of unpaid community work. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What a load of crap. Yeah. Well, if that's supposed to defy, you know, aren't we supposed to be doing it so it's a law to prevent people from doing it again? <sighs> that's, the, you know... Is that I, a prevention? No, I don't think so. I don't think it's so. It's a joke. I don't know anything else. But if anybody wants to have a look at that, I, I could go through it and read it, but I want to get wound up and two... I don't want to take the whole show, but please go and have a look at our Sue Show group. It's posted in there already. I'm disgusted with that. I, and if I can get hold of the woman that's actually had that happen to her dogs, I will try and get hold of her because I'd love to speak to her because that must be absolutely devastating. Now, I'll Sue, one other me. thing. We, we forgot to say hello to one of our dear, dear and your best friends. You know who I'm talking about. Miss Kathy. Hope she's doing okay. Oh, yes. Yes. I've got to say, Howard, I may be in the UK and you guys must you are in the US, but I have got to say, you guys honestly amaze me. Yeah. I, I have so much fun, and I, me and Kathy were talking today about different things, and we were in tears. You know, and people who say, oh, you know, you can't do this because you're across the water and all that, I'm not being funny. It's like as if I'm with you guys every single day because, you know, I call you up or whatever and I speak to so many people in the U.S. And, and I just love you guys, honestly. You're just the fun I have and the tears that we share and the the posts and, you know, and everything. It's just amazing what technology can do when you think that I'm in the U.K. and you guys are in the U.S. We've got other advocates yep. in the U.K. doing such hard work to help in the U.S. as well. And, you know, it's just amazing, absolutely amazing. Hey, I got a good idea. Okay, that's it. We got a T-shirt. We put this, the SU logo, little logo on the front with Kathy's picture on the front and Patrick's picture on the back because every show we mention the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'll tell you. She's just, she's been so hot. And I've got to say, um, 
myself and Kathy, we don't know if we got viruses or what on our laptops. Um, she got, I've got the laptop. She's got a computer. The one day I went absolutely mental because nothing would come up on my laptop at all. Now, my laptop is my goldmine. I've got everything on my laptop, every connection, every phone number, everything is on my laptop. And I was like, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? So Sean, luckily, he helped me to sort all that out. And then, would you believe it, like a day, two days later, Kathy got something on hers as well. And she's just like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe this. And I was like, oh, no, not not her as well. <laughs> you guys, I don't know. I don't know about this. I may have to start some rumors, but I won't say anything on the air. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. But just for a very quick tip, if anybody's having trouble with Internet, and I've got to say thank you to Laura as well for sharing this because she did share it to Kathy, if you're having problems and you think you've got Trojans or viruses or whatever, try – I think I'm going to say this wrong now because I think it's just gone out of my head. But I think it's malware. Um, let me go into the chat room because I know Laura will be quick to jump on this. Um, Laura, can you share me the link in there? Um, I'm sure it's malware. And do you know what? It was absolutely brilliant. And I went and did a run – it rushed it, put it through my computer to check to see what was going on. And fair, do you know what? There was loads of stuff on it. So everybody, just give it a quick run through and um, just share it, you know, because at the end of the day, this is yet another thing that will save so many advocates. So if we just share that link as well so, and tell everybody just to run it through their laptop, it would clear up any viruses, et cetera, that's on your laptop. So it's a really good thing as well. Absolutely. And I think you can do that on phones and all sorts as well, if I'm right, as well. Oh, can you? Really? Hmm. Yep. I didn't yep. know that. Interesting. Yep. So, um, let me just have a look. Yeah, and thank you to RatTBGB, who has been adding loads of friends as well to the Ask Sue show. Every single day I think she adds more to it to bless her, and she's just sharing the link as well. Oh, yeah, thank you. I, I love Laura Smith. Gosh, she's ace. Right, if you have a look at http dot over dot forward slash forward slash www.malware, that's M-A-L-W-A-R-E, Bytes, B-Y-T-E-S, dot org. Okay, I'm going to say that again just in case anybody's missed. It's www.malware, M-A-L-W-A-R-E, Bytes, and that's B-Y-T-E-S, dot org. So go and um, chuck that through your laptop or your computer and come back and tell me how many was on your laptop, because I was just like, oh, my goodness, it's no yeah. wonder mine's been running so slow. <laughs> so any more shoes? Any, any more shoes? Any more shows coming up this week? <laughs> yes, we have got um, some absolute fantastic shows coming up. I'm Hopefully, let me just start with, I have got the Psychic Show tomorrow night, of which I've got to get a psychic to come on, but we'll be having a psychic to come on as well. We have got Thursday, I'm not so sure about Thursday and Friday, because we've got a couple of open shows then. The following week, we have got Lisa Beretta, BJ Beretta, coming onto the show, and he's a um, producer um, into psychics, but also does a lot of other things as well, just so, so talented. Um, and, it was, and he's actually just done a film, and it was produced by his mum, Lisa Beretta, who's already been on the show as well. So that was mm. fantastic. Then we've also got um, a very special psychic coming on for the following show as well because he's a healer and a psychic reader and all sorts, so that's going to be good. And then I'm also in talks with speaking to Gordon Snap, Gordon Shell. Um, he's going to be coming on, all being able to promote his film and everything else that he's doing with that as well. 
And uh, who knows, down the road, I'm hoping to get Patrick on the show. So just stay tuned, oh, yeah, everyone. Absolutely. I just want to yeah. hear that bark. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and one more time, guys, please, I'm asking all of you to please, if you can help Sue out, she'll post the uh, links for any kind of donation you can make. It's greatly appreciated. It's coming from me, from my heart, and uh, we love Sue. She's done amazing things for us. And uh, so whatever you can do, I really appreciate it, guys. And that's coming from me personally. Howard, thank you so, so much. I really appreciate thank that. Thank you, honey. Um, we're down to um, 20 seconds of the show. I can't believe it's gone so fast Another again. great show. Another great show. Fantastic. Howard, thank you very much for joining Thanks, us honey. tonight. And okay, we'll talk speak to you soon. soon. Okay, honey. Thank you. Bye-bye. Um, thank you very much to everybody in the chat room. You are absolutely amazing. I love all of you. Thank you for sharing all the links. I'll be sharing those all to the blog. Uh, please keep sharing the show, and uh, look forward to speaking to you all very, very soon. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye.